You're listening to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop. Hey, and welcome back to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. I'm Alan Knight in the office, joined by Mr. Biff Lather. How are you, Biff? I'm doing great. Hope everybody else out there is. Uh, hard to believe, but here we are, the 1st of March. I know, it's not quite spring yet, but... It's coming, baby. Yep. It's game time. Time changes almost time to upon get us. Going. Yep, it's going to be, we'll have more afternoons to play golf. Yeah, That'd be right. nice. That's so, right. Uh, our staff has been going strong. We finished up in February with our junior crowd up at Greenville Country Club for the Morgan Lucas Championship. Uh, they got to play two days at the Chanticleer. Yep. Um, the wind blew. The wind was blowing oh, did it? Yeah, through the hills yeah. of Chanticleer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good two days. They do a great job up there. Um, we had a great event, and when it was all said and done, I, actually this is pretty amazing. What we're gonna get to in a sec, but in the thirteen to eighteen year old girls division, Ella Kate Barnett from Gallivant's Ferry shot a shot eighty seventy seven mm-hmm. uh, for a one fifty seven score. She took a two shot victory over Olivia Roberts. Good playing. Yep, yep. They both played very well. Yep. Uh, and here's the amazing part. Uh oh. So, our champion from the thirteen and eighteen year old boys division was Casey Cosney from Spartanburg. Okay. Casey started their second round, the final round. Yep. Eleven shots back from the leaders. Wow. Casey proceeded to go out there and shoot a little 65. Man. Um, for a two-day total of 147, 82, 65. Took a one-shot win over first-round leader Dylan Park. He Casey's 65 was the lowest score by six shots of anyone out there that day. Good for him. And apparently, I wasn't there for it, but apparently he missed about an eight-footer on the last <laughs> hole. Could have shot 64. Man. So, I, I, I can't remember. I've gone through my recollections. I can't remember anybody's come from 11 shots back to win no, a tournament. 11 shots back is huge. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So Never give up, kids. That's right. That's right. So, congratulations to Ella, Kate, and Casey for their victories there at the Morgan Lucas. And uh, uh, thank again, Greenville Country Club, for having us and, and hosting another great event up there. Um, as this episode comes out, we should have just completed our partners championship over at Spring Valley and Wildwood. Uh, we've got a hundred teams in the yep. house. Um, we we cut that. We we take those hundred teams. We split them into a championship and tournament divisions, and they they flip flop golf courses. And the the championship division will be fi- finishing at Spring Valley okay. uh, this year. So yeah, look forward to seeing how that turns out. And then as this is out today, we're going to be down at the River Club down at North Augusta. Okay. The- uh, 40-plus series. The one that got rained out, right? Uh, no, this is a different one. Okay. This is, this is the original schedule. That was okay. Riverton that got rained out. My bad, out. my bad. Um, so, yeah, we'll be down there at River Club for a two-man 40-plus event. Great facility. A great facility. And you're going to hear that name again here in a second. Um, and then we go that weekend. It gets going here, eh? We get Uh-oh. rocking and rolling out. We've got the, the March the 9th and 10th at Carolina Springs. We've got the Papa Ed Caddy Classic. Oh, wow. Two-day. Uh, yep, two-day event. It's a player series event. Yeah. Uh, and the and the champions there, the top finishers, get to pick uh, their Monday. caddy positions for yeah. the Monday after the Masters. Awesome. As they're finishing up their final round, our Palmetto Cup matches will be starting uh, March the 10th and 11th. And you know, that's our top amateurs yeah. versus the top Carolina professionals, uh, CPGA professionals. So yeah. we'll be in Orangeburg Country Club for that. It's always a good time getting everybody together and having a little competition there. Um, the next weekend, March 16th and 17th, we've got the Can-Am matches going on at Watchesaw Plantation. Nice. Uh, again, thank all the membership at Watchesaw. They're the ones that make this thing happen. They oh, raise yeah. the money and 
uh, allow the, the opportunity for these Canadians to come in and, and, and have these matches with us. So we're yeah. looking forward to another series of that. Yeah. And then uh, by the time our next episode comes out, March 18th and 19th, we'll be back at the River Golf Club okay. in North Augusta. We've got a senior four ball down there. Gotcha. So we'll have uh, – uh, I can't remember how many teams we're taking. I think it's like 64 teams maybe for that. And yeah. we'll be down there at Senior Four Ball for the River Golf Club. So, game on, baby. It is. It's time to go. It's, it's that March. Time. Yeah. So, we've been – obviously, we haven't been sitting around doing nothing, but it's uh, it's really getting ready to start up here. But I am excited about today's opportunity and today's guest on our episode. Yeah. Um, Mr. Rick Kloniger. Nice. Been with yeah. us for many years. He's uh, on our SCGA board right now. Um, man, he's – he has dominated amateur golf everywhere he's lived, which basically encompasses Florida yeah. and Georgia. He's just a solid dude. Solid golf game, yep. solid person. Yep, takes care of himself. Yeah. Uh, he's he's getting close to that super senior mark, but I'm not sure he's ready to take that yeah. step yet. I think he's still beating seniors. His, his yeah. own age group seniors out there right now. So, yep. anyhow, had a great time. Alan and I got to sit down and talk to Rick, hear about some of his bringing ups and what he does, and uh, hopefully you enjoy the listen to Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the game's initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The MySCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app. Joining us now, Mr. Rick Kloniger. Rick is, Rick is a storied player, which we'll get into where are you from? Where do you live right now? Before Rick? we start, can I, Rick? You've always been silent when anybody's ever introduced you, and I've heard you introduced many times, and I've introduced you many times. How do you pronounce your last name? Kloniger. Kloniger. There it is for everybody out there. Kloniger. What did I say? Kloniger. <laughs> no, you said Kloniger. Yes. You said Kloniger. Yeah. Yeah. But I've heard Kloniger. I've heard, I've heard all. I'm, I know you've heard a lot of different things. Yeah. But Kloniger. There it is. All right, we can continue. I knew you when I first met you. You lived in Rock Hill. And I, know- I, li- I live in Rock Hill now. Okay. Uh, I'm from Fort Mill. I mean, I originally grew up in Charlotte and moved there when I went to high school. Okay. And stayed there, you know, through that. And then, you know, the, the, the history of leaving there professionally, you know, in business, went to Florida. Was there for 20, you know, almost 20 years. Then moved to Georgia for another seven and then came back to here in the early 2000s. Where did you first touch a golf club? At Tiga K. Okay. In Fort Mill. Who, who put it in your hand? Bud Welch. Nice. How old and were you? I was 15. Okay. So I'm, I'm imagining football, baseball. I, I was uh, football. I, I, I was everything but golf. Hmm. I mean, high school, you know, I was a quarterback in high school. I was a quarterback in college. I was a pitcher in high school, pitcher in college. Golf was what was between baseball and football season. I, w- I worked on the golf course in Tiga K. Worked in the golf shop or, or ran carts. So my day was start up, uh, run carts at 3 o'clock, got off and played 18 holes, and then the evening went to the lake. Oh, man, uh, I love that. Picked up, you know, the driving range was down the bottom of the hill. 
there was no picker. I was a picker. <laughs> you were the picker. So I'd whip, I'd whip out a, wa- a wedge, and I would hit balls into the middle of the range, and then I'd pick them up with a picker. Nice. And that's how I really got got going. It was was uh, Charlie Rahm around? Charlie was uh, 10 years younger than me. He went to school with my brother. Okay. But Charlie was hanging around, you know, the, the putting greens, putting for quarters. <laughs> And just a neat kid yeah. at that point, but he's a he's he's ten years old with a size twelve foot. Sure, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know. And um, was he a big trash talker back then? Well, he was twelve, ten years old, twelve yeah. years old. Yes, or, I, <laughs> yes, yes, he was. <laughs> right. You know, he he put anybody out there. You know, all the all the guys there because this was, you know, TEK was one of those first planned communities out of Charlotte, um, on the lake. You know, a golf course, big clubhouse. You had Bud there, who was my next-door neighbor, and he's like a second dad to me. Alex McCracken was in in our shop, too, so Alex was a pretty good, you know, guy there. But, you know, me, you know, golf was was what you did in summertime. Yeah. You know, when football season came around, he was off to do that. You know, I went to Wofford, played ball there, and, um, and, and played baseball there. Almost went to South Carolina to play baseball. So, you know, again, golf was – when I got out of school and neither one of those things worked out professionally and picked up a golf club and had fun. Was there almost an opportunity professionally? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. could I, you? I got offered a minor league cl- contract in, with, the, with the Pirates or had a tryout. Uh, but a guy named Art Fowler, which was Bobby, uh, uh, Billy Martin's pitching coach with the Yankees, lived in Spartanburg. And when I was at Wofford, he'd come out there you know, a couple of times in the spring and work with us and – you know, and I'm dealing with football as a, and spring practice is going on. So if if I would be able to pitch and and practice would stop or you know, you'd kind of work work around that, but he was you know a great great coach um, and said you know you make a really good AAA pitcher <laughs> and. AAA wasn't the destination. <laughs> what, what, what your goal? Was. It wasn't the goal. So when I got out of school, I got a job and. Um, you know that that worked out great and allowed me to you know that's when golf I got I picked up golf a little more seriously. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I we're gonna get to the resume here in a minute, but uh, so I want to transition from you didn't did you put much emphasis on batting back then as a pitcher? Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I was okay. a I was a good batter, but you know when I got to college, um, because I was, you know. I went to Wofford because I was such a football lover. They were going to give me the opportunity to play both sports. Right. South Carolina was only going to let me play baseball, and I was stupid enough to believe that that might be a better route to be able to play both of them. Would not change a thing. Love the institution. It's a great place to have gone to school. But um, I, uh, you know, I was a 400 hitter in high school. Wow. So wow. you know, I was. You know, I, I could hit the ball, but but when I got but cut college, I had limited time to, be able to do that. The designated hitter was hitting was now in there. We had recruited two catchers, and those two guys alternated designated hitters. So as a pitcher, bat came out of my hand, which was fine because I had all this stuff going on that was football related. My question was though, or my where I was getting to, <clears throat> was it hard to transition that baseball swing no, to golf? No. Okay. Mm-mm. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of, and you get around golf and watch it. There's a lot of baseball and and former hockey players that have that have taken up the game. When did you make the decision to go to to be a businessman? 
and give up the sports? Oh, I, I, I mean, when I graduated in college, I was going to work. You know, okay. there wasn't a, uh, you know, I got in the construction industry as a, as a, as a, as a rep in Charlotte, and then mm-hmm. an opportunity. It's back to golf. A guy that lived in our neighborhood was an executive in the construction industry in North Dakota. Came back to town for a member guest. Yeah, I got an opportunity. Went to that and. It was the greatest decision ever made. I moved to North Dakota, trained for nine months, and got moved to Florida. To uh, tell of two cities, right there. Tell I mean. of two cities, and you know, moved to Orlando. And what best, what better place to go? Yeah. Hey, you got this. Go play golf. Twelve months a year. Right. <laughs> um, had neighbors, good friends. You know, we played a lot, and I played in some member guests with a good friend of mine in Virginia. But you know, I was a three handicap when I was, I was ask. you know. When I was in high school, oh, oh, really? Okay. I, mean, I was, you know, my when I I made a hole in one. I was sixteen years old. Wow. Um, so I wait, was, you you picked it up at fifteen, but you obviously picked it up quick. Yeah, I was in. I was hmm. by the end of that summer. I was, you know, playing in the seventies. Man, it, but did not play high school golf. Mm-mm. Do you remember your first did, set of clubs? Hmm? Your first set. First, first set, of set clubs? was Spalding Executives. Nice. All right, but what high school golf coach didn't come after you? Well, now, you know. Was that the football coach too? Uh, the football coach is athletic director. Yeah. You know, I played basketball. I played football. Okay. I played baseball, and I lettered in track. Wow. I ran one track meet in high school. It was the conference meet because in high school then, at the 2A level, our guys could only run two, three events in the conference meet. They could run as many, many, many events as they wanted to in a regular meet. So, athletic director and head football coach is there. Says I, he goes to the baseball coach and says, "I need Rick for three events." <laughs> so I, I lead leg on the four forty, lead leg in eight eighty, and then he said, "We got to find something else for you to do." So I, I long jumped and finished second in the conference meet. Wow! <clears throat> and then went back and pitched you know game the next day. Did you train hard for the long jump, or did you just go jump? I just ran jump. Yeah, I, I was you know I could. You know, I was a four, six. You know, that's crazy. Whenever I was in high school, I could I could run pretty good. That's wow. pretty solid yeah, there. Yeah, I want to hear the golf stats though, because that's going to be important. well. I mean, we're going to get to that. Okay. It's just it's amazing that that I mean, a man hit four hundred. Baseball coach ain't going to let him go play golf. And, uh, I know. <laughs> well, well, golf was well. Baseball was was again that was my ticket. I thought. Yeah. And. Um, but you know, football was was a big deal for me, and and I had a great career football wise at Wofford. You know, as a three year starter there as a quarterback. And Did you throw or run more? Because they do a lot of running. Both. At okay. Both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, statistically, I was. Uh, you know, yeah, I th- threw a lot. Yeah. I mean, still, still ran. I was running the option then. Right. Right. Wow. So I got so I got beat up a little bit, and, yeah. and later on shoulders and knees, you know, four knee operations, couple of shoulder surgeries, and you know, amongst other things. I was about to say we, you and I, have, I we've had to go through some of those and some of the events we've been trying to run. I mean, th- th- this resume might be even longer if it wasn't for some of these things that he's had to go through. Some <laughs> senior championships he's missed out on, and well, other than the member guests that you played in in Virginia, what was your first competitive? tournament the 1987 florida amateur okay it's the first golf tournament i qualified for in the state of florida first time i tried to qualify what did you think at the qualifier you think uh, did you know what you're getting into or oh no no yeah. well actually i tried to qualify the year before and 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 i 
you know, I choked a little bit, yeah. and and I said, man, this, you know, if you can't do this, you need to take up tennis. And uh, <laughs> so the next year, and he probably I, would have dominated uh, tennis right, too. Right. So so the next year I did, I made it, and it was at uh, TPC. Excuse me, is at Sawgrass, not TPC. It was oh, across wow. the street. Okay. And I made the cut. Um, Nolan Hinky, I think, won that tournament. But you had you had five or six tour guys that were in there, and it was my first real trip into a competitive environment there and i walked away feeling pretty good yeah with it that's cool and then started for that that's when i started playing state events those competitive juices that's what got you going that's back what, into yeah, it yeah I, I mean i you know golf was good when i got out of school to keep those juices going and uh and i had some i had some successes in doing things like that yeah but that that opened up my my eyes to well this is this was a lot of fun, um, the nerves got going pretty good and, yeah. and I could have done a little bit better but you know I, I'm that was pretty good to my first tournament make a cut in an amateur and that was the first of a whole lot of amateurs I played. I mean I, I want to jump into it real quick All but right. so he played his first competitive event in 1987. Yeah. So, so you kind of go through, I mean, again, this is broken up kind of by state because he's moved around and, and been in different areas. But So his first win was 1990. So three years later, he had his first win, the Orlando City Ch- Am Champion. Wow. Um, and, and some of the highlights, but in Florida, 1991, Mid-Am Champion, 1992, Match Play Champion, uh, Four Ball Champion, 93, uh, and a venture back to Florida in 18 and 19, 2018 and 19, Senior Foursomes Champ. Uh, then I guess moved to Georgia. You were in Georgia for a little bit there, in the late '90s, early 2000s, and won the '99 Amateur Championship at Georgia, the 2001-2002 Mid-Am Championship in Georgia, '99-2001 Match Play, 2000 Pub Links. He was the Georgia uh, Georgia Player of the Year in 1999 and 2001. And then he came over back to South Carolina for a little bit, and that's when we got into some of your your senior opportunities you won the well i take that back you won the 2003 cga mid amateur uh and we'll give cga stuff here 2012 13 senior champion uh the 15 senior four ball champion the 23 super senior four ball champion he was the cga senior player of the year in 2013 and 14 and then the south carolina golf association don't want to leave us out 2012 and 14 scga senior champion the 2022 senior four ball champion the 2008 Players four ball champion, get this a 2012, 13, 15, and 16 senior player of the year. Unbelievable, man. So just give me that piece of paper, and I'm going to submit that to Frank Ford for the South Carolina right? Golf Hall of Fame. Now, we got national, too. The National Senior Amateur Hall of Fame champion in 15 to 12, North and South Senior Champion. National Senior Invitational Champion at Chanticleer, 14, 16, 23. Man. He played in the U.S. Amateur twice, uh, U.S. Mid-Amateur, 95, 99, 2010. Uh, U.S. State Champions for <laughs> – U.S. State Team Championship for Florida in 95, for Georgia in 99, 2001, for South Carolina 2007, 14. I'm out of breath. I'm about, that's a lot, man. That's I, a lot. I mean, Rick, that's incredible. Don't let your boss hear this interview. He doesn't need to know all that. <laughs> I mean, you, you you basically dominated Southeast golf here for many years at different levels. You know, um, it, it is – golf's given me the most exciting 
you know, afterlife, if you want to call it that, because I never, golf wasn't on my radar growing up. You know, it was always something else. And then once I got into it and, 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 you know, got into the flow, because the thing is, is that if you go dig, is that, you know, I finished second or third more times than I won. <laughs> that aren't are mentioned here. That, aren't, that yeah. aren't in there. And, um, you know, it's, you know, people, ask, you know, you go through and you look at what's going on in AJGA and these young guys coming up and at, at 12 years, 14, 15 years old, they're so focused on golf. Well, playing the other sports for me had a, it was an intangible that has made a huge difference for me, was being able to um, take some of those experiences on a football field or a baseball field because as a pitcher or a quarterback, you kind of had the ball in your hand. They've helped me tremendously. I can see that. I want to know your business acumen. I mean, the competitiveness in business. I'd hate to go up against you. Yeah, reading this record, you know. I, you know, it was a you know I managed people on okay. my career. You know, I ran. I owned a business at one point, but I always managed divisions of, of companies. And uh, so, teaching sales guys or or working with sales guys and developing them as a talent and yeah. and. You know, be a mentor to per- people that I had mentors for me. You know, it, it, it's kind of the yeah. passing it down. Um, so, you know, I had I had success in the business world and um, wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Now, I would think uh, just from the sports discipline that you have as far as being a leader and, and the victories that follow that. By the way, I looked on the back of my sheet. I missed a couple. Hold on one real quick. The U.S. Senior Open in 2008, 2011. The U.S. Senior Amateur in 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 19, 21, 22, making the semifinals in 14 and 19. And the U.S. Open, you played in 1995. You were the medalist at the local qualifier. Where was that U.S. Open played? Do you remember? Shinnecock. Wow. I missed out at the um – I played really good in the sectional to get in the in the local to get to the sectional and it was at Bay Hill, and it was a hurricane sitting in the Gulf, mm. and we played Bay Hill in a twenty-five mile an hour wind, <laughs> and Andy Bean was playing in it, you know, and another, and Andy had won the the Bay Hill Classic, you know, ten years or so earlier than that. Got to know Andy a little bit in that instance, and there was another time, became a, a, a more hysterical situation, but you know, the tour guys dominate getting into an open but that was the closest i'd ever had to go to there but then fast forward a couple years later when i got there and had a chance at the senior open when i was i turned 51 and shot 66 up in ashborough Mm -hmm. to get in and then went to the open out at broadmoor and just had the time of my life wow i want to know the second andy bean story all right, so a couple of years after that, it's like, I don't know, like 2000 and probably 14 or 15. They're having a qualifier up at uh, uh, Greensboro at um, Forest Oaks. They'd had the GGO there for many years. Yeah. And walk on the, the putting green before that's over out there, and Andy's there. And I walked up to him, and I said, good grief. I mean, we got a pretty good deal going with this Carolina guys. What are you doing coming from Florida <laughs> yeah. up here and ruining our, you know, I, I mean, I've got a chance to go back again. Take so I'm, yeah. you know, take, you're taking a spot. Right. And he just busted out left his list. I, and he apologized. Schedule. He says, listen, I'm going to Canada. The only place this in this period of time was I'd ever played was here. 
So he signed up to go there. He's leaving the gear to go to Canada play in a senior, uh, you know, senior tour event. That's funny. And and he goes, he walks out and shoots sixty eight, makes four birdies, no bogeys, and gets one of the spots. And I think I'm <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm fourth or fifth. So, you wow. know, I wasn't going to get a spot, but I was going to get close. Wow. Yeah. So, amongst all that stuff that Biff read, who would who's your biggest competitor ever? And your big and then give us a South Carolina story since we're South Carolina. Biggest competitor. Um, <clears throat> You know, in in Florida, I was really just kind of getting my feet wet, to be quite honest with you. And you know, they had some really good players, um, you know, but they were all they were all much younger than I am. I was at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, I played a couple of amateurs down there, but I wouldn't say overly competitive in them. I mean, I made cuts, but you know, I was not having a chance. When I got to Georgia, it got a little bit different. Okay. And. Uh, you know when I when I won the amateur there, you know Blake Adams is in the field, um, a couple other guys that that were really good college player Carlton Forrester, who is the number one guy at Georgia Tech at the time, and so I beat a, I beat some college kids that were that had some futures. Right. What course were y'all playing at Georgia? Great Waters. Great Waters. There at Lake Oconee. Okay. And you know I started out the tournament. I shoot 66, 67, didn't make a bogey. I'm 11 under after two days. And um, and I won. I think I won by four. Mm. But Man. you know, I had I had it was the best four days of golf I ever played, <laughs> and, it, and it came at a great time. Yeah. But to, but again, is is to to win with fields like that. Right. Was the most satisfying. Yeah. Up here, you know, when I got to to, Georgia, to, to South Carolina, you know, you got to go through Liebler, and you got through right. go go through Walter Todd, and you got through go through Todd White, and you got. You know, guys that were really, really great players, and then you go up to North Carolina. You got Paul Simpson, right? Mm-hmm. Right, it's got a hard. And and you know, my very first event in the Carolina, where well, there was two, two stores, two. I arrive at the 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 the, the, the state, the, the CGA Mid Am. Okay. Nobody knows me except for two or three people because they played in Mid Ams or stuff like that. And um, and I start the last day two shots or three shots behind Paul Simpson and you know everybody's written off well Paul's going to win this one right. well I shoot sixty seven pass Paul and uh, and and win the event and um, and I played with Cheryl Brett and Cheryl and I are good friends and he didn't know me from Adam <laughs> you know and and we have he said he, that was a tournament that made a, an impression on him but Paul and I got to be pretty good friends later on. As things go, but you know, if you if you want to be competitive, you got to you got to play with these the really good players. And that was the last time Rick was ever under the radar, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There wasn't too many other opportunities right. to be under the radar with that. So, um, and then I caught back up with Walter. I hadn't seen Walter much, and Walter yeah. and I had, had he actually had, had, he was a freshman at Wofford when I was a senior. Really, and. Um, so he was my protege. He played a little bit after I left. I was about I to left. say, he was quarterback too, he wasn't was he? He was quarterback there. So that's how we, we met up. And and golf came up one day, and I said, well, we need to go play. I, I can play. He says, and uh, didn't realize how good a player he was, and I don't think he realized the same thing with me. But uh, got a chance to catch up with them when I got here. And, you know, I, I you know I was close on a couple mid-Ms that both of them won. We, we were kind of a three or four guys. We were always – yeah. Hunting, hunting those down, yep. and um, uh, it was 
you know that that was a you know great experience for me. There was a little era I will say when I worked here. I feel like you could almost pick the final group of some tournaments before the tournament started. Yeah, and you know there's going to be the same four or five guys like you say are going to be. Well, it's like you said. I mean, when you were here, I mean, the, the man went on a you know five year run there where he won the senior player of the year for us. I mean, so yeah. he, he he was you were top of the list on most of them. He was unstoppable <laughs> for a period. Well, I turn in, you know, when you hit 50 or 55, you know, 50 was the no man's land. Yeah. But, you know, 03, I think, or in 03, I made the amateur at Oakmont. But uh, in 2010, you know, made the mid-am up at up in, uh, I think, the Atlantic Club is where it was. And I made match play and made it around the 16, and I'm 53. Right. You know, I got beat by Scott Harvey. Wow. And uh, and I had Scott two down on the backside, and I didn't make a bogey coming in. Wow, man! No, I so got, you didn't lose. You got I beat. I got beat by a better player. Wow! Is Oakmont the hardest golf course you ever played? Yeah, I mean, as far as no question. Yeah, no question. And and I've been I played some hard ones. Uh, Oak Hill is another one that's pretty hard. The one here in Columbia. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you could, I think you could play an open any day at Oak Hill. Yeah, you know it was yeah. it was in that kind of condition. You know, Baltusrol, I played that under tournament condition, and their their invitational up there. So, yeah, I, I put that pretty high on the list. This is always a tough question, and I mean, you get hit with it, right? But is there a favorite golf course? Is there something just really you just really like? I mean, or, Oak Hill is is the best place I've ever played. Really nice. I mean the the environment, the the aura. Um, I love going back there and playing. And we, we, they have a four ball up there that a, a friend of mine down in Georgia. We won one year and finished second a couple times. Um, you you play it. You know the the pin placements were Ryder Cup Sunday, U.S. Open Sunday. Wow! Take your pick. <laughs> you know, and and the greens are you know rolling about twelve. Mm. Who was the guy from Georgia? The the Augusta member who. Jeff Knox. Yeah. yeah. You get your buddy of his. Y'all play a lot in that's Georgia days. He's quite Jeff has been kind enough to invite me down to his little little local place club. down there, local, local club. Nice. Yeah, he used to come play in some of our US our, our USGA qualifiers and super nice guy. Yeah, he's always been a nice guy. Yeah. Super guy, you know, he he is um, he didn't get enough credit for the class of person that he is. Yeah. I mean, for for the environment he operates in down there, he's now Got a pretty good responsibility with the Masters now, okay. and just a just a super guy. But he did retire as a playing guy, didn't he? He was retired. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I, Jeff didn't retire. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Did he get retired because he beat Rory? Then? Well, you know, you know, between him and Furick and and all those and and uh, you know some of these other guys, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Jeff just makes people comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And just goes about his business there. He'll do whatever is necessary, and right. if they needed him to do something, he'd he's there to do it. Uh, one of the things beyond your playing career and everything, you know, here in South Carolina, but you you're a member of our executive committee on our board uh, with South Carolina Golf Association. It's actually your second stint. Um, you were with us for a little bit, and then you got moved to Georgia, Georgia. for a few years. And he, when he left, he says, "Biff, I, I'm going to have to resign my position because uh, obviously I'm not, I remember. I'll not a then. resident anymore. Yeah. But when I come back, I would like the opportunity to, to come back and be a part of it again. And, and we made that happen pretty quickly because we wanted you to be a part of it. Um, 
So we've appreciated your your knowledge and input on a lot of things that we've done over the years. But were you also were you on the Georgia State board? Was, I was not. Okay. I, I wasn't down there. I mean, the my first stint in Georgia was like ninety seven to oh almost oh four. Um, I, I mean, I was asked my opinions, but yeah. but I wasn't I wasn't really never asked to do that, but. Um, they're, they're unbelievable friends down there, and it was the only place my wife would go back to if we ever had situation that did that. I got called, you know, an opportunity to go down and do a little work for a company, but I said to them it was a very limited time. I yeah. was not going to be there forever. My kids were up here in the Carolinas. Um, loved doing it. Great friends down there. They run a they they run a super organization like his here. Um, just you know, I, I I've been very fortunate. The places that I have been, that great people are in this game. Yeah. Well, you know, you, and you mentioned the Georgia State crowd. Matt Vanderpool's the executive director there, and we spend a lot of time. We do our Georgia team matches together, uh, Georgia South Carolina team matches together. We've drummed them this last summer, by the way. Um, and uh, but but they're great people, and we love working with them. And uh, you know, to be able for you to be able to come kind, of, kind of go back and forth between them and with the Carolinas Golf Association, and you've gotten to gotten experience some pretty good folks to to deal with. And that's one of the cool things about this game is the people you get to deal with. Um, would trade it for the world. And, and love to try to give back in any way that we can. And, and, and again, I think everybody that's involved in the game and these organizations are, are doing that. Yeah. Uh, they try everything they can. They're looking for new ideas. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to be a part of this, and hopefully we can continue to grow the game in the ways it needs to be. I, I, I mean, my club up here in Fort Mill, you know, is a great group of guys. Um, I mean, well, they'll have dog fights on Tuesdays with seventy-two guys. God, I think I remember what? you telling me that's unbelievable. A, what club is this? In Fort Mill, Fort, Fort, Fort Mill, Mill Golf, Golf Club. Club. Wow. Um, you know, it's a it's a packed house. They run two hundred and sixty rounds a day out there in the summertime. God, don't. man, do you get in the middle of that dog fight? I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get in the midst of. They it. make you pay for the back tees. When what do they do? I mean, it's got to well, be something. I, I got. I, I, I administered one time. I said, "Guys, you know, I am sixty something <laughs> years old. Like sixty, I'm sixty six now, and at sixty five, uh, I'm. I said, I'm not going to play the. You know, we, we have a. There's the back tee, the blue tee deal, and then there's a members tees, and it's an alternate. You know, you yeah. go in between. I said, I'll do that, but I am not going to play the back tees all the time when. You know, particularly with these young guys, yeah, they can hit it further than I can, but I'm, right. I can still hold my right. own with them pretty well. That's great. You might be my member guest partner. You I, from the Black Keys? That, <laughs> <laughs> that's dangerous. Dangerous. All right, I want to not to get off board service too much, but playing partners. We talked about competitors. I want to know who you've played alongside as far as your four ball partners and. Give me some well, in, you know, in the Palmetto Club matches to to four ball matches. In fact, I'm signing up today. Todd White and I are playing in the partners together. Yes, There's awesome. Who's going to beat them? That's great. <laughs> U.S. <laughs> senior <laughs> Am champion, <laughs> state Am champion, yeah. five time senior player to you. Bring it on, Cole Thornton, Sam Jackson. Um, you know, I played I played with Steve Liebler. I played with Walter. Um, uh, you know, Mike Crane and I won the the four ball down there at Musgrove this year. Yep. The senior deal, um, uh, you know, it's. I'm, 
you know, and I've played with in, in the Carolina matches, you know, with, with Jim Granger and Paul Simpson and um, David Strong one year. We played in those things there, you know, excited to do those kind of things. Um, great friends in Florida, you know, the guy that I won the foursomes with. I mean, we, we did this 30 years after we won the four ball together, just a dear friend of mine down there, really? Steve Revere. Yeah. In Georgia, um, can go to the laundry list of guys I've played right. with down there. Um, do, so, do you get to play everything you want to, or, or? I do now. Okay, I do now. Yeah. I, I mean, if you go back and look at you know, I have I've had had a lot of success for as abbreviated a schedule as I played here. Right. I, I was working, right? You know, I, I pick and choose six or six or seven events a year is what I played, and you know, I, you know, my goal was to win one every year. Mm. One, yeah, at least one. You know, get one trophy a year if you want to call it that, and. And I came pretty close to that. Let's say you didn't get one of the big ones like the mid-end. Would you go in a one-day tournament just to get you one, <laughs> you know, a local? At the- I, I, I couldn't. Uh, I, I didn't have the time to do it. I, hear I really didn't. You I know, know, I had right, three right. kids and um, responsibilities there. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of times where I'd be signed up for a golf tournament and I had to withdraw at the last minute because something happened. Yeah. Speaking, well, I was going to yeah. say, speaking of partners – your bride, because your bride had to allow you to go do a lot of these things. I, I'm the luckiest guy on the planet with you know wonderful lady there at home. Lori was I met her in college, and um, you know her her dad played football at Wafford. I played oh, ball at Wofford. Wow, that's, that's convenient. He loved you, didn't he? My son-in-law <laughs> played football at Wofford, so wow. we have a we have a, a Wofford string there. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of athletes. You know, I got two boys that are both play golf. One of them more competitive than the other. My brother-in-law played ten years in the major leagues. Really? In, you know Wayne Tollison and you know and Clint played. Wait, that's golf. your brother-in-law? Yeah. Did you know that? Bill? I did not. Just I do now. Yeah, Clint Tollison. I had no Clint, idea. Clint, Clint Sarnett, my nephew. He yeah. played with Wesley and George yeah. there at Carolina. How we there? Didn't Clint have an accident with a Clint had an accident that, uh, that at a young age and still yeah. riding himself. He's doing very very well in Sparber. I convinced him to start the process of getting his amateur status back. Nice. I like to see these He's guys going back. He's a great great kid. His older brother played as well in the big leagues. Play South Carolina baseball, South Carolina. I want to say Clint and Wesley. Up in one of those, but like a barstool event in Aiken the year or two ago. Do you remember that? And maybe because yeah. they're still very close. They, yeah. You know, both of those those guys were in his wedding okay. party. You know, I, in cool. fact, the year that Wesley won the uh, state am, I got paired with him the first two days over at Columbia. Wesley didn't win it. He lost in the playoff. Drew he Ernst to Drew Ernst. Excuse me. Yeah. Nope, that's fine. Three, that was the only three-day tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, that's when we lost yeah. uh, the Saturday round. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost lost James Park, too, in the process. But, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> well, he, I played when first, he played well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hard to believe he couldn't win because he just strike. He should have won, but yeah. Drew got it. Yeah, that's another yeah. Um, That's neat. So, uh, your kids, two boys and a girl? Yeah. Got some grandbabies? Got seven. Well, we had seven. We lost one to cancer a year ago. Yes. Or early, last year. But... Um, you know, good kids, and you know, two in Charleston, and four boys up there. Um, wonderful, just blessed with a great family. That's awesome. That's and, awesome. And my daughter was a really good high school basketball player. And you know, watching your kids grow up is as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And now their grandkids. We were at we we're, we're at a basketball game this past weekend. Uh, our our grandkids are twins, 
and are playing in our old gym because right there by our clubhouse, they haven't torn the gym down. They've torn the school down. Wow. The driving range of Fort Mill Golf Club is the old football and baseball field. Really? Oh, wow. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so, I've, I've always heard grandkids are the reward for not killing your kids. Is that pretty much how it works? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. But uh, You had it pretty it, good, it sounds I, like I'm, you know. I'm, I've been in a good place when it comes to that. That's what awesome. They, what do they call you? Poppy. Okay. Mm. Good. And your wife, what do they call her? Mimi. There you go. Ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Um, senior golf. All right, so we'll get back to golf here. you got some super senior stuff. You've already delved into a little bit here. One time, I, I only you know Tim called me up, and, and there was an opening there, and we went up and played the super senior up at Blowing Rock last year. That's a good spot. Um, I, I'm – you know, I'm going to stay the senior route pretty oh, yeah. much right now. I, I went to Florida last week and played in the Golf Week event down there and finished second. Wow. And think I've got um, my – I'm in the uh, – I should be able to get in the senior end this year by exemption in the in the world golf ranking. So hopefully that will be the case. I'd, I'd like to play one or two more senior M's. Have you gone across the pond and competed much? No, no, but we're – no. And that's actually on the docket to, to consider here. I've been exempt for the you know, almost – anytime you make match plate senior am, you're exempt for the British senior amateur. Okay. Um, so we're I'm talking about that. You know, Todd going – Todd's going over there this year, obviously, with all that he did and accomplished last year with winning the, the senior am and all. Um, I, I'm – it hasn't been a huge thing on my list to do. Um, I went over to Ireland a couple years ago with some friends from Georgia and just had an absolutely jam-up time to do that. Um, but I've, I've not just – it just haven't had the time. Right. You know, time was a pretty significant issue of – you know, I wasn't retired. I retired last May. Yeah. And so that opened up some things that I could do that I haven't been able to do in the past. But, you know, golf wasn't and isn't my number one priority. I mean, I, I love playing it. I love the people that I'm around, the the, com, the, the competitors that are out there. I, I love doing that. But I'm not going to play golf 300 days a year. Yeah. He's like the opposite of Gus Sylvan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, I, I think it's been to my advantage is that whenever I get ready to play for a tournament, I get ready for it. And I'm, I can be all, all, all in yeah. when you do that. Yeah. For 2024, we physically we're all set. We're oh, I'm, feeling I'm good. good. I'm I'm good. I'm um, I'm healthy. I'm I'm excited about you know this year and, and next year. But you know beyond that, I'll pull back probably a little bit after that. Really? You when know, you gonna start? When you start whooping on the super seniors? <laughs> when you're 75? <laughs> and then he's and then he'll ask me put in the regular division. Oh, and I, no, the I, I, right. I, I literally I signed up the other day for you know Chanticleer and these other things. And were you? Pl- I'm I'm a senior. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I'm, I'm a senior until I'm not. I hear you. I guess real quick, and because I know your friendship with him, we've mentioned him a couple of times. But Todd White and that run he had. August, but he the most dominant August of any amateur golfer I can ever remember between the state am and the senior am and the medalist at the yeah. mid am qualifier and the senior am qualifier and everything else he did. But I mean, unbelievable. And I know he's a good friend of yours. Uh, you know, to to see what he was able to do, and I and I'm there's of all the people around, I'm the least surprised by what he was able to do. Um, I'll 
you know, I'll tell you this is my this is one of my South Carolina stories. Frank Ford and I were sharing a house at the Atlantic Club up there at the Mid Am in 2010. Todd is not there, and talking to Todd. I mean, I, here I am. I'm, I've made match play. In fact, Frank had already set it up. If we didn't make match play, we're playing Shinnecock the next day. Oh, wow. Okay. So as a win-win deal. Anyway, we get we get finished with this, and Todd's a football coach over at Dorman High School. Mm-hmm. And and he's keeping track of it. I'm getting texts from him and all. I said, you know, I don't know what they're paying you, but it ain't enough. You're you're one of the five best mid-ams in the country here, and you're not here for this golf tournament because you're you're doing this. We got to figure something else out. All right. And the next year, he stopped doing that and made the Walker Cup team a year later. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, I I think the world of him for for what he's accomplished beyond you know, and that's all long before what he accomplished last year. Yeah. Um, but what he did last year is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I was thinking we have this wall of fame over here. And Todd's pictures on it for the Walker Cup. We got to get that updated, Biff. I got the tags that it's, it's, okay. it's ready to be picked up. Okay, good. So I'm, good. I'm on it. I had to add the U.S. Four Ball, and I had to add the oh, U.S. Senior. Yeah, too. see, yeah. I was that, you know, the USGA things. You know, are you know that's pretty pretty special to be able to put your name on one of those things. Next, yeah, yeah, next level on a couple of them. I mean, and Alan, you did, you weren't able to make it, but our, our golf day we just did, which we recognized, you know, all of our award winners, and we did a Hall of Fame where Walter Todd Sr. and, and Ron Sruto very deservedly went into the Hall of Fame. But uh, Todd White got a, a nominated and, and, and elected to our board, so he's part of the SCGA board now. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he's a board member. Um, Good for him. But he, I talked to him and asked him if he would bring that U.S. Senior Am trophy with him and he yeah. did and there's some things you have to do with it. you have to set it up a perfect way and have a little but he brought it and it was really it was cool just to have that piece of piece of uh trophy and and in attendance there so everybody could see yeah that is cool so he, he's he's uh yeah he, he's he's a board member now so now i gotta be extra careful <laughs> yeah, he's a busy man i got rick and todd championship's gonna take a about say, we're going up your board can play any other board in yeah the yeah That's yeah straight up well, I you know I, I think that one thing's important is that you know from a player perspective, hopefully it brings that aspect to growing the game. That you know uh, maybe just a different perspective. Uh, we're we're all excited about trying to do the things that help golf in the state of South Carolina, help golf from the standpoint of of, of operating at a level that is equal to. Yes, you know USGA stuff because I, I can tell you it, all the, the tournaments run here are run at that same level, and you know having made I think I've got nineteen of those. Right. Wow. Um, that that's that's pretty special to, to be able to do that and then come back to your home state and say you know what we're we're a part of a pretty special place in South Carolina. Well, and I think that's kind of one of the neat things, Rick, from somebody that, of your experience and where you've lived and traveled and what you've seen and what the knowledge you bring back to us and everybody can always do things to better themselves and be better, but it's it's comfortable to hear you come back a lot of times and say you know we're we're doing it pretty good. Um and not not bad compared to all these other places, which is always a good thing, but to have that kind of knowledge uh from a a handful of guys on our board that really are competitive in these terms. Every one of them plays golf, but as far as you know, high high mm-hmm. competition. So um, it's been good to have you as part of that and, and going into the future here too. I want to thank you for always being low key and uh, <laughs> what we call minimal. Not we don't have a saying for it. This is just me talking here, but uh, you know, no drama with you. It's just 
I'm here to play golf, and I don't have a problem. I'm just going to play golf. So thank you for always being chill, let's say, as yeah. the kids would say. What do you see, and real quick, we're going to wrap this thing up in a second. What, what do you see uh, as far as golf and junior golf or, or, the, or, or golf as, as with equipment and everything? I mean, are, are we heading in the right direction here with, with some of this stuff? I wish they would have started the ball roll back a long time ago, Okay, number one. Um, I, I think that uh, it would have saved a whole lot of aggravation around for what's having to be done with golf courses to keep them from being obsolete uh, or requiring significant changes. I mean, I, I've, I was, I've been lucky to play Augusta before they did the major changes. And it would have been really nice if the, if they really didn't have to alter that very much. Mm-hmm. But they've had to do some things to make it where you know, to protect the golf course. And um, I saw I read the other day that Marion's on another on the list to get more, another U.S. Open and things like that. And I hope that that they can keep that where where it's under wraps. Two is um, and. And I'm very much of an advocate of, of kids doing a lot of different things in their life, not just playing golf. That that you know, funneling a guy, a kid into into golf early on. Listen, some of those things are great. There's only there's such a small percentage of kids that can make it to that next level. And there's a lot of other things that you can gain by virtue of experiences in other sports. You know, getting involved with all kind of different things, and I know that we're we're trying we we grow the game of golf, but we got to be focused on growing individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about the person. The game the game is in very good hands, but helping us grow kids into into responsible individuals and into into, into better athletes. You know, doing other things I think is an extremely important part of their uh, of what we need to direct them to do. I, you know, and I see that on the level of like my daughter, for example. Yeah, nice. That's first time we ever hit the balls <laughs> button after that little speech. <laughs> my daughter was volleyball and just volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. And then finally, her senior year, junior year, she did a little flag football and realized there's other things out there. And, and you're right. And it's not just people into golf, it's into all these sports that they need to experience some of these other opportunities out there. You never know what's going to be out there. Well, you can see and that. I think that that's, that's part of our, our goal is, you know, we – I think we're here to make better people. Mm-hmm. Better golfers is a, is a nice attribute of it, but better people and, and give them these opportunities and options because um, we've, we've all learned a little lesson somewhere along the line and hopefully we can, you know, put it back in their hands and, and they can run with it. Nice. Well, Rick, I, I can't thank you enough for everything and being a part of our golf association and what we do, uh, not only on the competitive level, but at the the board level as well. Um, he's at all of our meetings uh, and, and has been a, a regular and, and been we can always count on you and uh, appreciate all you've been part of. And hopefully we get to do this for a few more years. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate the opportunity. It's, it's always great to get down here and, and, and be a part of the South Carolina Golf Association. Awesome. Well, thank you, and we'll see you on the golf course soon. Thank you.